Let's go while we're young. I bet you slice into the woods a hundred bucks. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slice. I can't be too loud without this because I'm in a hotel. <laughs> BYA Bushwood. <laughs> That's Casey Earl Flynn. It is. He's in Colorado. Yes, he is. I'm McGee, and I am in Chicago. And uh, we'll talk to, I'll talk to Corey in a little bit. But it's yeah. here. It's the US Open. It's the Open. It's what we live for. <laughs> this is it. This is it. <laughs> Been waiting all year. I've never, um, I'm, I'm like at my most patriotic when, uh, the week of the U.S. Open. Well, it's funny is it. I was reminded that we actually didn't wait a year. We the U.S. Open was in September of last year, so it's the same as the Masters. We're lucky enough to have this you know, less than a year away. So it's been about eight months or. I like you looking at the positive side. I like to look at the positives, you know? Yeah. 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 Glass half full. You're a glass half full guy. That's right. That's right. Um, so we're going back to Tory Pines. They're going to play it for the second time. Although I guess they only play it for what? One day when they went there the first Oh, no, they played two rounds oh. on, on the south course. Correct. They did do two on the north, two on the south. But, I mean, it's just and a this, different course. For, this is just the south course. But, but, yes, it's, yeah. I, I, I personally don't think there's any, there's very little relevance to that. But. What do you mean? You don't think there's any relevance to the fact that they were just there six months ago? Not even three months ago? It was like January. Not much relevance, no. I mean, with the, the rough is six inches taller. The greens are completely different. Um, they've even moved the tees back. They've opened some air fairways up. Yeah, it's going to be a different course. Even Phil Mickelson, who grew up here, is claiming, like, this is a completely different course than what I grew up on. So, but yeah, I mean... It's I guess that's semi- good if you're going. Yeah, if you're going back three months later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's up, dude? Is there anybody? Let's like skip right into the gambling part. Yeah, we can talk about. We can For talk sure. about Tory Pines, but like, let's just let's talk about gambling. I I think that's a good idea. Is there is is the, can we get the negativity just like out of the way real quick? Is there anybody to fade? Yeah, there is. There absolutely is. Um, you, I sound, you almost sound guilty when we get to this part to uh, like talk I, about I it out don't. loud. Yeah, because they're just guys that are epic. But Rory, I don't like Rory at all. I don't like JT at all. I don't like Fino. I don't like Cantlay. Um, yeah, that's... That's essentially it. I mean, that's essentially it in the top ten of the world. I don't that's a legitimate list of of great golfers, and you're, exactly. you you don't you like no. For example, why? What's what? What up with Cantlay? Why? Why aren't you into Cantlay? I just don't. His game 
just isn't quite where it's going to need. He he doesn't have the strength to get out of the rough. Okay, so the rough is going to be six inches tall, and you have to be a absolute beast to get it out. I mean, to chunk it out into the fairway. You know, he just doesn't have that. That's not the the courses that he wins on. Um, Rory is just that Rory doesn't Rory doesn't scramble well you know Tiger Woods Jordan Speed these are the greatest scramblers of all time um, and Rory is top of the world of golfer but he's that's not the type of golfer he is you're going to need to you know, get up and down out of the bunker, out of the rough, 99% of the time to even get close to winning this tournament. So, um, and then as what about far as JT? JT is his putting. It's just, and he's on the Poana. It's just like Poana mix, and it's kind of a bumpy, bumpy sort of greens. And I, no, he just doesn't have the putting. He just, and Fina's uh, just going to Fina. Fina's just going to Fina. Fina's going to do what he always does and not win. So he's like that's the, where he's that. like the Clippers. Yeah, I'm not exactly. going to believe it until I see it. You know, precisely, precisely. Um, that was good. You just banged out all the all the bad stuff. Yeah, that was quick. <laughs> I like that. All right, let's get to some good stuff. Um, yeah. let's start with the feel good story, or I guess let's continue. To a feel-good story. You talked about him growing up there. Phil Mickelson, he just mm-hmm. won. He just won a major. Unreal. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> it's still shocking. It be, when I, say I, just, I have the chills from the top of my head right now just talking about it. And Can he win too? There. Absolutely. 100%. And he's, and he's like on his old stomping I, grounds. I it sets up perfectly. I, it just does. I do think that there's places on this course that he can't get out of again via strength and out of the rough that I just said, but he also knows it so well, he knows where to miss. Right. We talked about this on the PGA, correct? Like these guys need to know where to miss. And, and he did that. And not only does he know how to do that on courses in South Carolina, but he knows how to do it on his home course. I do think if he can't, he's one of the players, if he can't hit the fairway, he will not. I mean, he won't even make the cut. Um, He can't get out of this rough. I mean, he just can't. There's there's a a certain amount of strength that that, that it takes to get out of the rough. I mean, he's pretty strong for a 50-year-old, dude. No, he is. I'm not. I just there's these young kids, like you know, the thing these with younger uh, kids that can get out of it. Yeah, the thing with Phil is there's such a wide variance in potential outcomes. Like he, I could see him literally oh, yeah. being missing the cut, not even yeah. close, or I mean, top five. You know, it's like literally he has this whole for sure. Um, it's incredible. It's incredible, the potential outcome. It's pretty cool. And he's a 60 to 1, and that's, you know, that's that's pretty exciting. Um, if anything, I would 
not be betting him just because even if he won, I would still be just ecstatically jumping up in the air, you know, <laughs> like, but at 60 to one, I mean, he was 200 to one to win the last major and he did win it. But <laughs> if we're talking, yeah, dude, you see what I mean? We're talking about, a, um, you know, we missed the boat there. <laughs> You know, um, you know his homies. You know his homies all put a little something on him too. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. God, too bad we didn't. Um, yeah, we too. Well, let's talk about who to put some money on this this time. Um, odds wise, well, we talked about Phil. Is there anybody else that's like old, <laughs> like any like the the elder statesman that you have an eye on that might. I mean, we didn't expect Phil. Maybe there's there's some other guy who's going to have, like, one last so, hurrah. So, valid question, and I'm not trying to change it. It's only I kind of like this local bet. So, we got Charlie Hoffman. Dude's been playing great. Um, again, I'm going to take him first-round leader like I did. I do a lot. Um, and yes, he's older, <laughs> which is bizarre to say he's old because he's really not, but he's just um, been on the scene a while. Exactly. And then, no, I mean, we cannot go. I mean, Lee Westwood only had a couple of bad tournaments after his big run. He just got married in Vegas. He's on his honeymoon in San Diego right now, and he's 140 to one. Man, how cool would this be? And it would fit for the season. It would make <laughs> sense for the season, as in what's happened this entire uh, golf season. There's been a lot of guys that just came out of, you know, even the Rickies and the Jordans. Like, I know they're younger, but they were on like bad runs. We got, yeah, if you want to hear an old guy that can 100% win this thing, is Lee Westwood, he's 140 to 1. I mean, I that's, that's, a, that's a great bet, no matter what. And like you always do, bet him top 5, top 10, obviously. Bet him top Euro or whatever you do. But yeah, I put that guy <laughs> in your thoughts. Put that guy yeah. in your thoughts 100%. So that's my old guy. Well, you were talking about top um, Euro. Like, who, who, who else could be top Euro well, and maybe have a chance to win it? Who, so pretty incredible uh, thoughts here, which I know that you'll appreciate, Greg, is the Olympics. So this is the last chance to make the Olympics. So as far as... Um, as far as, so Tyrell Hatton is the top Great Britain guy, and they only take two to the Olympics. And it looks like he's pretty much got it. You know, he's he's scored so many points or whatever it is. Um, and now it's up to Matthew Fitzpatrick and Paul Casey, who, who are going to go to the Olympics. And they're, you know, it's a big deal. A huge deal, right? 
at least in our eyes, like it's a big deal. So these guys are really, really competing hard this week. As in, yeah, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Paul Casey, I'd watch out for both of them. We need to find a matchup. Well, yeah. I mean, there probably is one. Oh, I'm sure. And it's going to be aggressive. The only thing is, unfortunately, I mean, everyone is kind of pulling for Paul Casey because he's 43 years old and he probably, this is probably most likely his last chance to get to, I mean, it's obvious that it's his last chance to get to the Olympics, but he's won. All he has to do is beat Fitzpatrick this week. But that's not an easy thing. No. Matthew Fitzpatrick is incredible at really difficult golf courses. He may not win the tournament, but he's very good. And he's going to be playing. Both those guys are going to be playing for lots more than the U.S. Open. And I just, any better should understand that, that there's, there's a lot more going on here than than just this tournament. So that's exciting. uh, I wouldn't, I honestly don't, uh, I personally would take Fitzpatrick, but Paul Casey plays incredibly well in in a lot of very big tournaments. So he's a vet. He's a vet, exactly. So uh, it's a fun thing to watch, though. You know, how is Justin Rose not in the mix for England? He's yeah, just not he playing just, well enough lately. Yeah, he doesn't have a he doesn't play hasn't played well enough and hasn't played enough, if you will. You know, they, yeah. it's all a point. You know, it's like a FedEx and or a, each, each country is yeah. only sending a few golfers. Precisely. And he's yeah. not even, he's uh, he, he's there, but there's, um, yeah. He's Richard. He ain't and, playing like that anymore. Tyrell Hatton has just been like, and people are like, who's Tyrell Hatton? It's like, dude, just look, he's. He's like top ten almost every week. I mean, he's he and he's on the Euro tour tour as well. He's so yeah. it's just a point thing. I mean, Justin Rose had one of the greatest rounds of Masters history. It just then he shat the bed after. So true. Um, he's still playing good golf, and he still could win this week. He's a He's a U.S. Open champion. I mean, he I knows never how even, it. never even dawned on me to consider him. Not really me either, and I still mm-hmm. don't. But he's I mean, sitting I mean, at fifty to one too. Same, same as yeah. That's not. That's yeah. I would want. I, I would want like two hundred. Yeah, I'd want <laughs> Phil Mickelson style. <laughs> this is one of my favorite games. Is when we see the odds and we're like, no way. That's right. <laughs> I need this. Hey, much money. Be- be- before we do change subjects, Greg, that's where look at this. Forty-six to one is Terrell Hutton. This is the best yeah. British golfer in, and he's been on the PGA Tour all year, and he's. Doing very well. Um, anyway, love him. Yeah, at forty. But I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want a European golfer to win the U.S. Open. I want a U.S. Uh, golfer. It's, to win the US Open, it right? never really happens. If you look back, it's <laughs> very, very rare that it happens. Well, who, who? If if you had to, let's let's talk. We talk top Euro. What about top top U.S. golfer? That's a good question. Um, cause I, 
I'm not, you know, I always do this. I don't fade Dustin Johnson. I just, I don't think he will be the top U.S. golfer. Um, I think, I mean, I just do. I think Brooks Kepka will be the top U.S. golfer as he has been for the last four years. Whether he and put himself in a position to win or a position to Absolutely. Precisely. Yeah. Precisely. Yeah. I, I think that's a no brainer. I think it is to everybody else, too. I don't think that's. He's yeah. so good at golf. He's very, very, very good at golf. And he's very, very good at focusing on these tournaments that he's very passionate about. And he's passionate about the U.S. Open. And. And he will be there, one hundred percent. He will be around. So um, to have, if you're going to bet him, yeah, top American, then there is such a good chance that you're going to be excited on Sunday. You know what I mean? Like you're yeah. going to have, you're going to have a really good chance. Do you who? Uh... Who else is kind of on your radar as far as, you know, great golfer that you, you know, you expect to contend here? But the big names, who else is, who else do you really feel is coming in hot right now? John Rahm's going to win this. I mean, look at the, I mean. <laughs> it's, it's is gone. that even a conversation? We don't even need to go yeah, play for no. golf for four days? That's why I'm happy you asked a bunch of other questions before. I mean, John Rahm's going to win this tournament. Look at even what Vegas says. John Rahm's nine to one. The DJ's seventeen. I mean, he's coming in so hot, so well. He played so good when he got COVID. Like it's, it's, and he won here before. I mean, it's. I. This is when it comes to the U.S. Open. You take the favored man. It's like betting NBA basketball. Who do you think is going to win? Uh, the best team, right? Like <laughs> the best fucking team. Michael Jordan? I don't know. Just throwing it out there. Like, it's, this is, I am on, John Rahm is going to be a major contender. If not a, I think he's going to win uh, wire to wire, honestly. So if there's a bet to say wire to wire, which has only happened, I think six or seven times in the U.S. Open, or maybe four. That's what I would bet. You might have to explain that because not everybody's going to understand. Oh, well, he'll have to be the first-round leader and then be the second-round leader and the third-round leader and then win the tournament. Yeah, he can He can both he be the first lead the tournament. as long as he's the he leader to, at the end of every round. He has round. to lead the tournament after every round or be tied. Winner when was the last time does that well two questions first does um, the tie if you tie one of the days does yes. that impact your payoff by a percentage no no that's still wire to wire a tie okay. tie for the lead is still wire to wire okay second question is when's the last time that's happened in a major yeah it's or happened like, a few times so martin keimer did it in the u.s open a few years back which was one of the saddest, coolest things because his dad had just died. And, you know, the U.S. Open's on Father's Day. And, oh, that was incredible. Um, It's funny you ask that because I was looking at the stats and and I figured Tiger 
Tiger never won wire to wire. He was always like had one bad day and then came back hot the next day or whatever. But uh, Martin Keimer and I don't know. There was a bunch of dudes back in the day. I can't. Um, I yeah, I don't. Oh, even Gary Woodlands. I believe Gary Gary Woodlands was uh, was wire to wire, and he was the one of the few dudes who had ever. Uh, shot under or shot in the 60s uh, all four rounds all four pretty rounds incredible. yeah that that's incredible. and that's another one where Tiger had won by like 15 strokes one year and he still hadn't shot in the 60s all four rounds I pretty remember that stuff. Gary I remember mm-hmm. that Gary Woodland year that was that was fun yeah it was wire to wire I mean like I yeah. remember the yeah Keimer and Woodland, they were, it was wire to wire. They were the leader, and then they held on to the lead. And that's. And you're that confident really in Rom that Rom's going to really just go blow out uh, the competition. I really am, and I'm confident. Like, I'm happy to lose this bet, but I just don't think. And I say this to the betters is I, I just don't think there's any other storyline that could possibly happen. He's going to win this tournament. Um, wow. And I I struggle putting a lot of money on anything else. But he also, with that said, if you look at Vegas, like I said, he's 9-1 to one and DJ is 18-1. to one. I mean, that's, that's when you do have Good. I mean, you're getting your the best odds ever. Anybody under Rom, you're getting incredible odds. So yeah, there's value. You know, go go with your guy for sure. But you want to know my yeah. guy? I do. I do. I've been I'm really going, excited about this. I'm going way off the board. I'm not. Go, I'm not betting a, an American. I'm not betting a European. I'm not even betting somebody from Asia. I'm going to South America, okay. and I'm going to Chile, and I'm going to fucking. <laughs> All right. I mean, the guy can play really difficult golf. I love it. Yeah, that's exactly it. Like the, yep. he can play any course. He pl- mm-hmm. and you know you said it, this doesn't matter that they were there in January. But in yep. January, I saw him put well on this course. <laughs> yep. yep. And so he's not going to be frazzled in any way. He was crushing it back when they were in California. He had a great California no. run. Absolutely. So. And it's he reminds me of the, him and this, you know, Will Zalatoris is tiny little. They're tiny. Like they're very small people but they can hit the ball so far and so straight and that's where speaking of small people that can hit it i mean we can't have this conversation with i mean xander shoffley is the thing is though is he's going to get top five he's he's at 18 to one to he's at 18 to one to win it just like dustin johnson that's where it's not a great I mean, you don't get great odds at top five, but he literally in the his last eight uh, majors, he hasn't got worse than a T eight. <laughs> I mean, he's going to be there. 
There's another guy who's going to be up there. I don't really know how to bet it. I mean, if you have thousands of dollars, I would put a few thousand on him to win top ten, top five. But Yeah, that's that, always how I do it. And I like him to win it, too. I mean, he's from, he's from blocks away from Torrey Pines. I mean, this is his... But what I say on this podcast all the time is when the... Now, this is not the PGA. This is the USGA who comes in. Um, but what they do to the course, even Phil said it on his um, uh, talk, was, you know, this is a different course than what I... I've literally played this course 10,000 times, and I, you know... They change the course so immensely that it doesn't really matter who's from there or not, but... But they do know the grass, you know. They know the 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 putting surface and the and the the fairways kind of have a different just feel to it. If, so Xander will have a little little idea of what to do on yeah. the greens, but yeah. they also change the greens a lot. They don't. They can't change the grass, but they can change the speed and this and that. So. Yeah, moisture direction. I do. I definitely have a bet on what I call the locals bet. I got Charlie Hoffman, Xander, Phil. I mean, I see them. No, Max. Yeah, and Max. No, I have. Yeah, and Max. And uh, yeah, if anyone has a fantasy team out there, you should definitely put the some locals in there because I do think it'll make a difference. It's just they'll just be comfortable. They'll exactly. 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 All right, buddy. Well, listen. I'm gonna get Corey on, and we'll see who okay. he who he picks. And uh, I see you going with the front runner, and you know, John Rom's the front runner for a reason. Yeah, that's all it is to it. Um, but and I have I, him you left know? in our. I have him left in our fantasy league. Oh, there you For go. For a reason, maybe. Joaquin so, Neiman is 70 to 1. So I'm going to fucking uh, roll well, the dice. I'm going to roll the dice. Something serious. To, to sport out your mom, we should put 10 bucks on Russ Henley, just in case. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, I'll tell you what. My Uncle Russell, who, who passed away, like, he uh, he lived a hell of a yeah. life, man. Well, he, lived a, he lived a better life than most, man. He, 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 oh. So. I'd like um, to put money on him for his. Uh, there you go. Cheers to, right, cheers to Uncle Russ. Yeah, yeah here's man. Uncle Russ, all man. All right, man. Well, listen, I will. Uh, I will talk to you soon, and I'm sure we'll be talking all weekend. And uh, we'll 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 hit record again on Sunday. I will be back in Denver. Oh, really? We can go to the actual cigar actual, shop. Actual. What's cigar the what's place. the uh, what's the what's the place called again? I can't remember. <laughs> Capital Cigars is at 919 East Colfax Ave, Denver, Colorado, and it is the finest cigar lounge ever opened. And I can't wait to get back there and smoke a cigar in there. And uh, I'll talk to you soon, okay, bud? All right, drive soon. Love you. Yes, sir. Love you, too. Corey Collins, what's up, brother? My man, Maniac McGee. How you be? I'm good. Well, I did the opening with uh, with with Casey, but I had to be kind of quiet because I'm in a hotel, so I couldn't get all loud with the BYA. But but uh, well, we'll close the pod together. <laughs>
sell it or be cool. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, you know, I, I understand you gotta respect your people around you, but dude, that's what hotel rooms are, man. Usually you're in a hotel and you're hearing some weird noises from all over the place. So knock yourself out. My, ho- my hotel room is pretty dope. What, um, do you have any idea how much they charge you if you take the robe? Cause it's pretty comfy. I mean, uh, you know, I think it depends on the, on the, is it Egyptian cotton? A, I mean, is it hardcore? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Is it one of those, one of those like really fluffy, cool blankets that you just can never deal without? Cause it's got that like teddy bear feel. No, it's like super thin, but it's still super soft and cozy. Yeah. It's fucking, it's stylish. I'm, I'm down with this style. Well, I think you can afford it, bro. I think you're good. I think I can. I think especially, I can especially after this week, you'll be able to buy a bunch. <laughs> that's right that's right wait till you hear who i got who i'm who i'm putting money on <laughs> well i'm I'm excited because uh uh you know yeah. i mean you know i mean let's just get down to brass tacks i mean dude this golf course uh you know i haven't been watching a ton of coverage and i usually watch a lot i'm just life has been a little crazy the other four-letter word but um dude this course is uh, i mean they don't i don't think they have a chance to really score well <laughs> until like the 18th hole. I mean, the 18th took hole is going to be hard there. course made it worse, dude. It, it's. And, and from what I've heard is the first cut, which is not even like getting into the second, which is where it gets deep is there. They basically mow it against you on a couple hole on a couple of the holes. So even if you're in that first cut, I mean, you're not going to get more than probably like a, a wedge, maybe nine, eight, seven at most to, to advance the ball, even if you're just off the fairway. So, you know, you could hit a great drive, um, especially on like hole number four, you know, that, that fairway slopes so far from the right to the left and it's almost 500 yards, probably into the wind right on the ocean. And you got bunkers, right. You got depth left. Um, and you've got to hit a little baby fade or a butter fade in there to hold the fairway. I don't, I just, I mean, dude, I mean, holes like four through Jesus through the par three eighth, there's nothing shorter <laughs> than 460 something yards. It's uh, crazy. They made, they, they made some of these holes even longer. Well, what, what, <laughs> it's crazy. well, what they did was they're going to use a couple different tees depending upon the day. Um, you know, I played the course a bunch growing up, so it's obviously changed a ton since I last played it, but you know, obviously this is no farmer's insurance open. I mean, that's, you know, this Dude, is, it's yeah. changed a ton just since January when yeah. they played it yeah. two rounds during, uh, yep. Pebble. Yeah. So it's, uh, I mean, what I was getting at is, is, you know, the, the, the golf course is a completely different situation. It looks like the weather is going to be nice. They're going to be between 70 and 80 degrees pretty much every day. The wind doesn't look to be too much of a factor except for the weekend. Saturday and Sunday, it picks up to about 9 to 12 miles an hour, uh, which on you know, some of those, you know, obviously on the ocean, that could be a lot worse um, yeah. or it could certainly be worse. Uh, things could change. But you know, at least they have some good weather. But I'm telling you, man, all that's going to do is dry that thing out. And it's just it's going to be a death march, man. I mean, these guys, I think uh, – when Tiger won it in 08, the winning score was, or his tie score to get into the playoff was minus one. And, you know, this golf course is longer. It's the, the, the rough is much deeper and much healthier. Uh, the greens are different. They've, they've done some bunker re- reconfiguration. Um, it, it, this is, this is a beast, man. I mean, you know, these for the, for the, for the West Coast, this is going to be all they can chew off for sure. 
But uh, is, you think you think the ultimate winner is going to be a plus number this year? Um, I don't think so, man. I mean, you know, every time I I go against these guys, thinking of, you know the way I would approach something or how I might do when I'm out there. I mean, dude, there's just these guys. Their talent level is is ridiculous, and there's always going to be one percent of the field or two percent of the field that goes out i mean i think when when tiger won in 08 because that's really all you have to go off of this this is only the second time they've had a u.s open in this venue uh and 08 was the first one with tiger um yeah you know you always have a couple three four five six guys that'll that'll break par and go you know three four maybe five under at the most and then they'll have three days of you know around even maybe a couple over um, so uh, I, I don't know, man. I mean, you know, the reality is, is I would think that the, the winning score is going to be probably around where it was in 08. Um, yeah, minus you know, one, minus one, one minus, minus two, uh, maybe no more than minus three in my mind. Um, cause to put together four solid rounds on a golf course like this and be tested the way they're going to be tested. I mean, it just takes a couple holes and you're, you know, you double, you you hit it out, you know, you get a couple doubles and you don't make any birdies, you're, you know, four over, five over, no problem. Um, so it's I, so I think, I think it's going to be so hard. Man. There's it, it so is. many spots that if you get to, it's going to be tough to get, well, not get out with a double. Well, number six is generally played as a par five. They're playing it as a par four. And number six is usually, I mean, it's definitely an eagle, if not a birdie for sure. I mean, it's probably a high percentile of all the players are going to get a birdie on that hole if it's a par five. Um, so playing it as a par four, it's just a different mindset, right? Uh, no matter who you are as a golfer, you know, if you're, if you're playing a 500 and, you know, 15, 525 yard par four, uh, you know, you, you just have a lot more going through your mind when you're hitting that second shot, because you know, you have to get it close or you're trying to make par, you know, which is a four, which would be a birdie on a par five, obviously, which is what a lot of players do on that hole. But then there's a lot of big numbers too. So, you know, five is a good score on that hole when it's a par five. Now five is going to be a great score on that hole as a par four, just from the mindset standpoint. So, you know, realistically, man, like I said, I don't think they really have a shot to do anything on a par five until they get to 18 because 18 is pretty much the shortest one. It's the shortest par five, even though it's a total risk reward and it's made for TV hole because of that water in front. And if you hit it long, I heard the rough behind the green is like, seven inches high it's 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 like it, it's like hitting it into the hitting it into casey's fields you know what i mean like good luck dude so yeah I, hey man i i love the golf course it's a phenomenal layout they've only made it better uh, all the things they've done to it have, have completely improved the overall uh visual aspect of the golf course and playability aspect obviously for these guys they're going to make it as tough as they can um but there's no place better, man. Just, I mean, obviously, there's beautiful golf courses all over our, our wonderful United States of America that are just amazing venues. But this is just a different beast. Uh, I think they're 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 in for it. And like I said, minus three to even par is going to be where the where the leader is. Um, there's going to be you know the guy that wins it's going to you know keep it in the fairway most of the time and just be able to manage his ball around the golf course uh, the best way he can. Keep the, the big numbers down. Uh, putting in short game is going to be you know obviously as it always is in a, in a major, uh, a very high, um, factor in, in playing into whoever wins. But I'll tell you this, I, I, I'm amazed at this for the first time ever in 11 years, Ricky Fowler, who was an amateur 
Okay, he played as an amateur. I think he tied for like, I don't know, 40-something. I can't remember exactly. But he was an amateur in the 2008 uh, U.S. Open. And now he has a chance to come back and play, and he didn't even make it. It's the first time in 11 years he hasn't played in the U.S. Open. So crazy. it's crazy. I mean, it's crazy how things go. However, when you flip it over to, this, to the other side of it, I mean, you know, you got 156 players. Uh, the greatest thing about the U.S. Open is that it is a true U.S. Open. Like anything, you get anybody that can qualify throughout the whole. I think they had like over 7,000 entries and, you know, I don't know tons of sites where they had uh, local qualifiers and then sectional qualifiers to let these guys in. Um, I think there's a total of seven or eight amateurs that made it in. And uh, it's going to be interesting just to see, you know, some of those guys too. I think, you know, one of the, I don't know if they have a bet on this. I'm sure they do, but the the top amateur uh, that will finish. Oh yeah. You can, yeah. you, can, you can find low end odds. Um, I, uh, I I've never ventured into that just because I know nothing about those guys, obviously. So it's hard to bet on them um, or bet against them or whatever. However you look at it. Yeah, um, but I mean they're generally pretty good odds, I'm sure, because you know they're not really expecting them to do anything, right? So I'm sure you know if you even put oh, a five dollar bet, bet on it, you'd probably make some good money. You could bet five dollars that just that an amateur wins the U.S. Open and pay your oh, fucking yeah. cover your bills for the year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just crazy odds, you know? Yeah. No, I hear you. Uh, well, along those lines, you know, just speaking to the listeners and for opportunities, um, there's, a, there's, a, there's two guys that I've been following for a long time through their amateur career, through their college career, their junior career. Uh, and the, there's one that won the USAM out in Bandon Dunes uh, last year. His name's Tyler Strafasi. And his, whole, his, his grandfather was – he played in the – U.S. Amateur and the U.S. Open and has a lot of history. His dad's a well-renowned player and has played well for many years, and now Tyler's kind of bringing it up for the family legacy. Uh, he's 750 to 1 that I saw on uh, William Hill, I'm sure. Like you said, you want to check your numbers with other uh, outlets to make sure that you're getting the best options. You're learning and the best how to but listen to you, dude. Uh, yeah, you got I mean, all the terminology down. Well, shit. dude, you you, t- you taught me well, bro. I learned from the best, baby. Up. I learned my from my boys the, growing up from the D-O-double-G. <laughs> I'm like I'm like a proud father over here. Yeah, you should be, baby. I'm <laughs> I'm all grown up. Um, What's what about the other guy? Who's the other one? So you the other guy, too. the other guy's Cole Hammer, um, young kid. Uh, you know, he's he's been coming up and playing really really good golf everywhere he's played. I think he like blew away his sectional qualifier by like six or eight strokes or something. When he, he Sounds just like a ran Texas away with it. high school quarterback. Yeah. yeah, he's uh I'm pretty sure he's he's uh um he's definitely got the he's, coolest name is what he is. Well he's he's got a great name and, and he but you know again five hundred to one, depending upon, you know, where you choose your, your bets and how you place them and where you're yeah. at. Check check your best options. It would best be wild. Dude, it's, it would be wild. It would be so good for golf for an amateur to win the U.S. Open. It, you know, it. well, I mean, that's what it's all about. I mean, the reality is, is, is you know, it, I think the other thing, too, is one of the things that I, I appreciated about him was his uh, he come, University of Texas guy. So, you know, obviously he's got the, the Jordan speed kind of. <laughs> follow no um no fucking surprise there His yeah name's cole hammer yeah he is fucking running austin right now <laughs> what um all right that's those guys are really i mean those are those are that would be incredibly amazing stories it would be a crazy long shot highly unlikely 
let's talk about some guys that you think like kind of are more likely to win. What about some of the big names? Is there anybody you got your eye on? Well, so I don't want to go all the way to the sweet spot yet and hit the hit, hit the money money load here. But you know, uh, there's a long shot I've got. His name's Adam Hadwin. He's a Canadian dude. I spent some time with him out in Salt Lake City playing the Utah uh, Corn Ferry Tour, what was then the Nationwide, and when I was with Golf Tech. And dude, this kid is—he's not no longer a kid back then. He was. I mean, he's he's grown up and matured quite a bit. Um, he's he's finished, you know, top. 20 in the last uh, three or four farmers insurance opens, not the U S open, but he, yeah. he likes the golf course. He plays it well. He's got a nice fade. He's got good control on his ball. His short game's ridiculous. Um, so f- for like a long shot guy, I don't know what his odds are. I didn't, I didn't check out his odds on that. I think they're pretty high. Uh, so he's, you know, a yeah. good, good bet to maybe throw a little bit of dollar on and maybe take a shot at, um, but he's, he's played really well. He's one of another guy that's, you know, he shot a 59. He's in the 59 club. Um, so, you know, great golfer. But, you know, Will Zalatoris um, is another guy that I look at. You know, he's played pretty well in the last. He's at like 46 to 1. Yep. Um, and then, of course, I mean, the bottom line is, I mean, if you really look at this, how awesome and how amazing would it be for the local hometown hero Mr. Lefty himself, Phil Mickelson, <laughs> 50 to one. Again, check your odds and check your bets. 50 to one is what I had him at. But can you yeah. imagine if that guy came out and just nostalgia took over and he just went back to the days of just swinging easy and swinging fluid and bringing back what he felt at, at, uh, at, uh, uh, where the hell was the PGA? They were just at, uh, Kiwa. The Kiwa, yeah, sorry. I was going to say Amelia. It sets up perfectly for the Hollywood story in Southern California. Local local dude at the end of his career. You can have, you know, uh, fucking Kevin Costner playing him, walking yeah, off yeah. The, the, into the yeah. sunset. Oh, yeah. It's perfect. Actually, you can't do Kevin Costner anymore. Now he's so old. Yeah. But that kind of but, an actor, that's somebody that's, you know, yeah, no, but I mean, good yeah, late hey, in life. Somebody you that's the top of their field, man. I mean, it's, it's done yeah, it all and wants do to it. do more. Yeah, Cl- Clooney, could, um, Clooney could knock it out, Clooney especially if she was off, if yeah. she was a hot, you know, br- brunette with blue eyes, Italian chick. Man, he'd be all over it, man. He'd be done. Stick a fork <laughs> in it. Um, but like Adam it Scott, it would be crazy. It would be crazy. It would be absolutely crazy storybook if if Phil Mickelson pulled it off. It's it's still amazing to me. And Casey and I started our conversation with this. It's still amazing to me that he won Akua, and like we got to see that right up there with 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 with. With Tiger winning the Masters last year, a hundred percent, absolutely bonkers. It was, it absolutely was. bonkers, especially given the fact be, of the of the the fans, dude. The fans, oh my god, dude, it would be just disgusting. If he went back to back, it would be, it would just be stupid. But again, I mean, that's a good bet, you know. Even if you put ten bucks on him, you know what I mean? I mean, just, Maybe. Just, I mean, Maybe. in my mind, I would, why would I would argue it's a bad bet? Okay, I would argue it's a bad bet because if he hadn't just won Kiowa. He'd be coming into this tournament at two hundred and fifty to one. At that would be a good bet. I just don't think there's so many good golfers. No, I know. But I know. maybe I'm wrong. I agree. He no, knows I agree. the course. He knows the course better. But this course is different than it usually is. You know, it's 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 gonna be tough, man. It's gonna be real tough. Yeah, but that's again like you know, and along the same lines, I, I threw out Adam Scott earlier. I mean, Adam Scott's won here. He's comfortable here. He usually plays and, and finishes on the farmers yeah. insurance side. He finishes. You know, in the top, uh, 
uh, you know, probably, I don't know, 20, you know, top 20, yeah. top 30. Yeah. I mean, just he's just consistent. Consistent. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's legit. But remember, like, we're, they only play the South course two times so when they yep. do that. You know what true. I mean? This time, they're, they're, they're on the out. South course the full, the the whole full deal. weekend. That's true. That's true. Um, um, and then what about, like, the big names? What about the fucking the, the top dogs? Who, well, who, who you kind of... I got one more name to throw out there, kind of on the sleeper and long shot, just because he's consistently, when he plays this tournament on the farmer side, and again, I know they only played a couple times, but he does a really good job, is Ryan Palmer. Um, he's oh, consistently yeah. in, the, in the top 10 every time they play this tournament or top 15 at least. And, you know, who knows? I mean, he, he might not have the game for a U.S. Open, but he likes this track. He likes being here. He, he loves it. And you just never know. Like, you know, we always talk about horses for courses, and, you know, that, that could be a situation. I don't know what his odds are, but uh, I'm sure they're pretty high, and it could be a good sleeper or a good, you know, out-of-nowhere bet type scenario. Um, but um, Ryan Palmer... I can actually, I can tell you exactly what his odds are. He is at 150 to 1. Yeah. That's a nice, that's a nice little paycheck right there. Yeah, and dude, he loves the course. I mean, he's all, I mean, if you look at the leaderboards for the last seven years, eight years, he plays it all the time, and he's consistently top 15 or lower. You know what I mean? Or at least, you know, top 15 or, or hopefully better. So, could be. These who knows? would be awesome, but could it's be the 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 winner the winner of the U.S. Open is usually one of the yeah one the of the favorites. Yeah, almost almost every year. Almost every um, year. So, talking about those guys, I mean, you know, I'm going to start at the top and work my way down. I mean, have you looked? You've looked at the odds. You mean you're going to go in order of the odds? No, I'm just going to go in in the order of how I okay. see and you know some of the names. So, all right. Mark Leishman, uh, he won in 2020 at Farmers. He's been, uh, you know, again, very consistent on this golf course. And he has, you know, major uh, finishes that have been, you know, very, very consistent. Um, you know, I, I mean, your boy, and I, I hate to put him in uh, this high up, but Matsuyama, I mean, he's always there. He's always consistent. He's he at always plays 33 well. to 1, I think. Yep. Um, yeah. The guys that again, like I, I don't see him necessarily winning, but certainly play well. Like I like a Justin Rose. I always like Sneds on this golf course just because again he's consistent, and if he just puts together a couple good rounds, the guy can be dangerous because he makes a ton of putts. Um, he won in two thousand six. If it was four years ago when he won, you oh five years ago now when he won, you know I had that weekend. I had him to win the Farmers that weekend. When yeah. he and it was in crazy. He came back in the in the, on the Sunday and forced the Monday playoff and yep. shit. It was yeah. wild. Yeah, um, that was a great that was a great weekend for your boy. But um, it, uh, it I, you know, he's not really a factor anymore. I no, I can't. I couldn't. Not. I couldn't put a penny on him at this point. I haven't seen him really dialed in. It seems in yeah. so long. It's true. It's true. I'm just saying, again, you know, nostalgia, playing the course he likes, things like that. Maybe. Get into yeah. To maybe. Just putting together You're a couple right. good rounds. Because really all you need all is a couple sudden, really good rounds and then just stay consistent yeah. on the other two. Um, get the fire. Yeah. Get the fire in his belly again, you know. Yeah. Then you got Justin Thomas and Cantlay. I mean, in my mind, um, you know, they'll, 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 be, they'll be good. I just don't think they would be a pick on my end. Spieth, I'm not going to pick. 
Um, but he's up there. McElroy, same thing. Um, but I've McElroy got McElroy and Justin Thomas are both on Casey's fade list. Yeah. I, I mean, McElroy is also, just, I don't know what's Paul going on. Casey with him. and Tony Fino. Okay. So now, Tony Fino, um, let's just put it this 28 way 28 to 1. The worst he's done in the in the farmers insurance open in the last six years is tie t13 that's the worst he's placed he was second this year he was tied for sixth the two years prior i mean the guy consistently throws down and he's playing early he tees off at 802 so he'll have early the first day and then a little bit later on uh on friday and then so he gets uh, the rest yeah. So, you know, the way I look at it is he's, he's got that stuff going for him. And the bummer for me on the on the uh, on the fantasy side is I picked him to win Memorial and he just completely toasted. But yeah. Um, but I, I mean, mean, I what I said to Casey when we talked about female and Casey, Casey just doesn't isn't really. I don't know. Female female is going to female. Right. Like, I'll believe it when I see it. And he's like the Clippers. You know, I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. Um, well, what about these big names? What about Brooks? So, what about uh, you know, Rom? What about what well, about so, Dustin Johnson? Well, DJ, he's going to do well. I don't think he's going to win. It's just my pick. He'll probably be top ten, but he's not going to win. So it's probably a good top ten bet. Uh, there's he's a guy. There's a guy that you know. I I have a feeling. And I wish I hadn't picked him already uh, in the fantasy, but he's a local kid as well. Uh, four top tens in the last uh, four U.S. Opens, and that's Xander Shoffley. Um, yeah, Casey brought him up too. Yeah, he loves uh, him. I like him now. Rom, dude, Rom's. I've seen him at twenty to one, but I think he might have dipped down to about eighteen or something. Same as Dustin Johnson. Yeah, but I, I like him. A Rom's lot. the I mean, favorite. If, Rom's if, around ten to one, nine and a half to one. Yeah, and I get that. I mean, he's coming off of the fact where you know he couldn't just own up to the fact of taking a COVID vaccine and 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 you know having the fact to win at Memorial when he got doused for being a close contact what situation. What a crazy story. Yeah, but you know, hey man, you know. You, yeah, you, I mean, you, we talked you, about it. Yeah, you make he the bed, you lay in, bro. <laughs> yeah, right. So you, you know. know. Um, or, or you, or you tear it up. Either way, Casey's but, convinced he's gonna go wire to wire and lead every round. You know, I, I, I don't blame him. I mean, Rom has the game. He loves his place. Uh, it was his first win. What was that? 2017. Um, straight off of coming off of ASU and you know coming out on the tour and then boom, just wins. You know, that's a pretty amazing story. Um, but Victor Hovland, in my mind, has a great chance. Uh, there's another kid that's finished. Uh, he was tied for tied two in the farmers this last year, but he's been around and not a people, a lot of people know about this guy, but, uh, Henrik Norlander, um, he, Norlander, yeah. yeah, he's, he's been really consistent and, you know, I mean, he's been around this golf course a bunch, just nobody's ever heard of him or nobody's really paid attention, but he tied for second farmers this year. He's always had a pretty consistent showing when he's there. And, you know, that's another known, another out of the, out of the name deal that they could talk potentially uh, pull I'm, it off. Um, I'm putting some monies on, uh, in fact, I'm going across the board on, uh, on Joaquin Neiman. I like it, man. 
Like I it. think I, he's at seventy to one. I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go for a big paycheck. You you've been talking about him a lot that. lately. Yeah, you, you're right. He's really good at golf. Yeah, he's, he's really a, good at golf, man. He's, he's amazing. And he played really well in California. He played really well in this tournament. He was in the mix. He's, his his best day or one of his best days was on the South Course. And um, yeah, he can he can get out of trouble, and he can get out of trouble with the best in the world. And he, he's. Uh, He's got a chance, and at seventy to one, I'm getting great value. Well, I guess he's playing. So he's fun to go out. He's teamed with. uh, He tees off at one hundred three on Thursday, and he's playing with Garrett Higo, who won the last week's tournament out of nowhere, Um, and then uh, Cole Hammer, who we already talked about earlier. Nice. So that's a nice, nice little, nice little tray. One o'clock on Thursday. There's some consistency because he'll probably be at a similar time. On Friday, it'll be you know eleven forty-five. Yeah, something. it'll be a little earlier. You know, yeah, and so he'll be consistent. It'll be, yeah, it'll be consistent. Yeah, so he's got some time. Um, but I mean, hey, you know, as much as I don't like this guy, the guy is Mister Consistent, and he plays this course really well all the time too. And that's Patrick Reed. Uh, I think he'd be huh. uh, kind of foolish not to not to think about and or you know tag some money onto that guy for at least maybe a top five, yeah. top ten, and then who knows, maybe first round leader. You know something like that. Um, yeah. But you know, I, I'm I'm rolling. I mean, if I was putting my money down, which I will on 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 uh, Wednesday night or whenever I've got to do it or matchups or whatever I'm doing, my boy Shoffley is going to be uh, who who I'm going to roll with, and uh, nice. I'm going to take my chances on on him, and and hopefully he can Dude. play well. But another name that we kind of rolled over earlier was Justin Rose. I mean, Justin Rose is one here. He's playing pretty well. Um, you never know. I mean, he's he's his odds aren't phenomenal. Uh, I don't think as far as a bet, but you know, there's another name that could that could throw his throw his name in the in the hat here and, and make a make a splash. So we'll see, man. All, all I can tell you is is man, what a Father's Day it's going to be. I'll tell you that. I mean, there's nothing. Yeah, better it's going to be exciting. Than, yeah. So happy Father's Day, all, right. all the fathers out there, man. And that's right. Um, I hope you. Uh, what are you? What you're, you're you traveling back tomorrow? You're making the long stretch. What are you doing? I'm I'm not gonna leave tomorrow, but I'll be back before Sunday. I think. Okay. We'll so drive we'll safe, together. Dog. Oh, you're gonna have you're gonna have Father's Day stuff going on, so no worries. But Casey and I'll get together and smoke a cigar and talk about all you fathers. Well, you could do that. I mean, we could definitely zoom it if you want to, but I understand. Uh, yeah, either can, way, just we'll let me figure know. Figure it out. We can, we can definitely we can definitely zoom it if you want. Um, yeah. We'll we'll talk. We'll text. And um, enjoy the enjoy the tournament. It's going to be a good one. To recap, you're going with Xander, and I am going with Joaquin Neiman. And Casey is is taking the leader. And he's going with John Rahm. And uh, it's going to be awesome down to Torrey Pines and uh, outside of San Diego. And um, it's the U.S. Open, man. It's here. It's game time, baby. We'll talk, Let's do right? it, man. Let's do it. You got it. All right, it. we'll uh, talk to you guys on Sunday. Be good in the Bushwood.